0: Tonight, thankful that you come out to be with us in the service and uh, took time out of your busy schedules to come and be in the house of the Lord with us and uh, uh, we appreciate you so much and um, uh, some of the folks are out tonight due to the uh, Sister Mary's mother passing away and they're at the uh, visitation and I think tomorrow the service will be here at 11 o'clock so be in prayer for that family and pray that God would just richly touch them and bless them and help them <clears throat> through this difficult time and that God would just be with them. And uh, we was talking earlier about going to heaven and I'm telling you, it just, you know, I don't know whether I'm just getting older or more sentimental or what, but man, heaven just to me just keeps sounding more sweeter all the time and, and, uh, and that's what we're here for, Right. That's what we're doing tonight we we, we we long to see the one who died for us and uh, so man it's 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 powerful but anyways we're glad that you're here tonight and and uh, thank God for you tonight and um, wanted to come and just speak a little bit I know it's prayer service and and uh, we, we we try to pray on Wednesday nights a little while to just allow the Holy Spirit to have his way in our lives and remember Sunday morning coming up we do Uh, 2 o'clock I think it is, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they have the play started then, then we have another one at 6 o'clock, and then 7, Monday, 7, Tuesday, 7, Wednesday, we'll be having our Christmas play, yes ma'am? 4, excuse me, yeah, probably I need to be here at (laughs) 2. But anyways, we'll be having that, man, it's going to be powerful this year. I don't know about you, but don't, don't miss the finale of it. There's a couple scenes of uh, a couple things happening that's going to melt your hearts and touch you in a way and uh, just minister to you. And the finale, when it's said and done, it's going to be tremendous and it's just going to be a a pretty powerful uh, ending to it. Uh, Invite somebody, tell somebody about what's happening here at the palace and uh, invite them to come and, and uh, experience the blessings of the Lord. And, and let's, let's pray between now and then for souls to be saved. Amen, that souls would be saved. I want to speak just a few minutes tonight. And uh, I'm, I'm in a twix because I've been trying to figure out this message and, and how to go about it. So I'm just going to just allow the Lord to lead me. But John 10 and 10 says that Jesus... <clears throat> That Satan come to kill, to steal, and destroy. But Jesus said that I have come that you might have life and that more abundantly. The enemy come to do bad things and God came to do good things, you know. And uh, the enemy come to deceive and do all the other stuff, but Jesus come to give us joy unspeakable and full of glory. So... My thought tonight would be simply that the thief is coming and the thief is already here actually. And um, now that you and I live in the 21st century, we we are surrounded by things like we've never been surrounded before. We're dealing with things that the church has never had to deal with and uh, we're going through things that the church has never had to go through, let alone what you and I have had to deal with and face. And times has been not the best of the best. But for me, I love life. For me, I choose life. Doesn't matter my surroundings or everything that's happening in our world. But for me, I've always choose to just try to be happy-go-lucky type of guy. I live in reality. And I live in a world that I know that Satan has come to destroy us. But I also live in reality to know that Jesus said that he's with us every day, every night, every hour, 24-7, seven days a week, that Jesus and the Holy Spirit is my comforter and my guide. So I know that I'm not alone in all of this. But I do know there's something that's powerful about Satan. But there's nobody more greater and powerful than Jesus Christ. I know the enemy tonight, the adversary, has come to destroy us. But I know who Jesus is tonight. And I know it doesn't matter what happens in our world, as long as you are a child of God, God's got you covered by his blood. The strong man, Satan. Satan is a being that has been created by God. Satan, Lucifer himself, was a beautiful angel Which which had much authority, not a little bit, but he had a lot of authority. Satan led a rebellion against God and was eternally cursed by God as a result. And now the Bible talks about that he's a deceiver, he's a liar, he's the father of lies, he's a murderer, he's a sower of discord, he's an adversary, the tempter, the thief. He's deceitful, fierce, cruel, and he's aggressive. He's not the kind of guy I want to hang with. He's not one of my best buds. He's not somebody that, hey, I don't want to hang around with a murderer. I don't want to hang around with a thief. I don't want to hang around with a liar. He's not my friend. But Jesus, I want you to get this. Jesus created him. Jesus created him. And isn't it amazing that somebody that had the power to create, that that person that he created, that person now wants to try to take over God's place. It's kind of foolish, ain't it? It's kind of foolish to think about it. That the man that, tried, that Christ created and had great authority, let things get to his head, and now he wants to try to crucify Christ. And now he wants to try to do away with Christ. He's now a deceiver and he's now a liar. What is his mission of this this guy? What's this guy's mission? His mission is to oppose God whenever possible. His mission is to do opposite of what God wants done. His mission is to try to get you and I to fall in his traps his mission is get you and I to follow him and, and, and do what he says or Even try to deceive it in a way where it looks good. He's a deceiver tonight. He tries to do all these things. In the Old Testament time, his great mission was to stop Christ from coming. In the two past, in, in, in past 2,000 years, his mission has to try to stop the gospel and the church and everything that the church is doing. He never stops trying to destroy the works of God. He never tries to stop working and destroying everything that God set up. He tried to destroy him 2,000 years ago and he couldn't do that. So now he's trying to diminish the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's allowed America to fall into traps and to traps that's being set by the enemy to try to destroy America. But can I tell you tonight, I don't care what happens in America, as long as the church is here, God will protect America. Now, if we open our borders to spirits of the other ages of the world and we allow them to come in, the church just has to stand up and fight the spirit of this age. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world, Remember? All power, all authority is given to you and I tonight. God's on our side. But that doesn't mean the spirits of other worlds and other nations that we've not opened our doors and our borders and allowed Satan himself to begin to creep in with more what I call demonettes. See, I believe that, I don't know about you, but have you ever I used to travel a lot, and I used to go a lot of places, and I used to be in a lot of different cities and towns, and I can tell you there's towns that when I would get in there, whether it was off a plane or whether it was driving, when I would get into certain cities, I would feel certain. Certain vibes that wasn't the best. Have you ever went in the neighborhoods where you thought, hmm, I'm not going in that neighborhood? "Uh Uh-uh, brother. Hey, I need you to come over here. I need to go see a friend. Where's he living at? Oh, he lives down there in the Bronx. I ain't going in the Bronx. See, our, our spirit picks up those vibes. There's something that we know that just doesn't seem right. And so we, 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 we think, uh-uh, we go in that territory. We, we, we might be fighting off demons. But see, that's what the church is supposed to do. Try the spirits to see if they be of God. I believe a group of people can go in those places and and cover that place and begin to pray that those spirits begin to leave and those spirits begin to get bound up and that they have to leave a city, a nation, or whatever. Now, I know you're thinking, Brother Burton, now you're going a little bit further. But I'm just telling you the truth that there's spirits that if you're not careful will try to destroy us. And if we don't fight off these things, if we don't fight them off, we're going to lose the battle, church. But Jesus said all power, all authority, I've given to you talk about me and you tonight. He's given us the authority. He's given us the ability. He's given us the power. Well, I've tried it. It doesn't matter. Try it again. God's word doesn't lie in the old Testament. He done great. He tried to stop a lot of things from happening. Make no mistake about it. That spirit, that devil, he's committed to his task. What are his methods tonight? He's attempted to try to pervert the truth of God's word into a lie that men may believe anything and a lie and still be damned in him. Can I tell you tonight that with everything that's happening in our world, and I really believe this, in the last two or three years, everything that's happening, I believe there's a shifting that's taking place in the churches. I believe that God's separating the true church from the bad church. I believe that God is separating the churches that profess that they are God and that they trust in God, that they believe in the power of God to those that say it good behind the pulpit but doesn't live it out there in the world. There's a difference tonight, church, in the true church. There's a difference in the living God tonight and and knowing who we believe and I'm persuaded that whom I believe in is able to keep me until that day. And so I believe that shifting that's taking place and that strong guy that's, that, that tries to deceive and destroy and try to take away, that tries to allow the churches to, to fall prey and victim to him. Oh, do everything you want, but, 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 but don't preach those things that's going to make me, make me feel like I've sinned. Oh, do anything you want. Sing all the songs you want. Play all the songs and preach all. Preach to me smooth things. Preach to me things that are going to make me feel good. It's going to make me know that Jesus loves me. Yes, he does. But don't preach to me that I've got to live a certain way. I've got to walk a certain walk. I've got to talk a certain talk. I've got to act a different way than the world does. See, that's the spirit of this age. Just now, there's eight... There's eight homosexual legislators in California is trying right now to ban the Bible in California. And one of the things that they're doing at this very moment, they're trying to ban anybody that's a gay or lesbian to have any counseling whatsoever because they don't want them to think there's anything wrong with them. See, church, it's coming a time that The enemy is trying to pull out everything he can before he comes, and Jesus takes the church away. God's word is truth. Satan also disguises himself in sin and pleasure and declares men to justify anything. He convinces men that there is joy in. in He he convinces men tries to convince men that there is no joy in serving Christ. He makes people so busy they cannot effectively serve Christ. Every one of these things happen. He tries to slowly, slowly, heartily slow you down. When he comes against us, he tries to do everything he can. But I want you to know tonight, there's one stronger than the devil, and his name is Jesus. He tries to keep us. When when Jesus said that the thief cometh to kill and to steal and destroy, and that I come to give you life, And that more abundantly. He tries to keep us from having a vision. He tries to keep in Proverbs 29 and 18, I believe it is, that we are to have a vision. The people without a vision, they perish. He tries to get the church like, ah, everything that's happening, we just got to let it go and be in our own world. But I tell you, Jesus come one thing and one thing only to do, to seek to save that which is lost. He come and he, we tr- he tries to distract our minds and say listen you just stay in your lone little world and I won't bother you but when you begin to have a, a vision of God doing great things amongst us and, and tearing down the strongholds or whatever is happening in the world then all of a sudden we come in uh, opposition against what the spirit of this age wants uh, but I'm here to tell you tonight that all power all authority has been given to the church you don't have to worry about it tonight that God's got it God's got it under control he just looking for some men and women that will believe in the power and the demonstration of the Holy Spirit and believing that God can still raise the dead, that God can still heal the sick, that God can still do miracles, that God can still raise those that are lame and make them walk again, that God can still depart the Red Sea, that God is still God and the devil's still a liar. Ah, Brother Burton, I don't see it right now. I don't feel it right now. I, I, I don't understand it. It doesn't change the fact that God is still a miracle-working God. Ha. Huh. Satan tries to put blinders on our eyes to believe that, that God can't do what he used to do. Even now, even now in this day and age that we live in, they're trying to tell you that healings are done away with, that God don't do it no more. That He what he used to do back then, he don't do no more. Huh? And, and they try to diminish the word of God and act like it's not as powerful as it was in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. I'm here to declare to you that the word of God is still sharper and, and stronger than any two-edged sword. There's nothing that can defeat it, nothing that can overtake it, nothing that can override it. It's about the church getting the power of God back in the body of Christ and believing that God can do all things. That's where it's at tonight. That Jesus said all we need to do is be full of the Holy Spirit and allow the anointing of God to drip off the church. I believe that God wants that anointing to drip off the church and to touch hearts and lies and change them. Listen, church, I believe that there's power in the name of Jesus. It's not about power and brother Miller. It's not about power and brother Randy. It's not about power and brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so. It's about the power in the name of Jesus. I believe that when we come down to the front, we automatically ought to start expecting our miracle. Oh, brother Burton, I've done it before. Do it again. I've done it before. Do it again. Listen, I don't care come hell or high water. It's never over until Jesus says it's over. And when he has the final stamp on it and he's had the final say on it, then we'll rest our case. But until until then, there's demons that we've got to fight. There's spirits of this age that we've got to fight. There's things that we still got to do because the enemy come to kill, to steal, and destroy. Listen, if you and I are gone, who's going to be here? If you and I stop paving the way, who's going to pave it for our grandchildren? If you and I stop doing what we're doing, who's going to pick up the banner and take off with it? Come on, we're living in a different generation tonight. We ain't got that generation that we had when I was raising up. We don't have that generation. Don't, 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 don't be a Joshua generation, a, a, a generation that growed up after Joshua that didn't even know the Lord. Come on, church, that's spooky. A generation, Joshua done great miracles, went into the promised land, seen miracle after miracle after miracle. Josh said, God told Joshua, he said, Joshua, if you'll do according to the book, uh, if you'll do according to the law of this book, if you'll meditate upon this book day and night, he said, if you'll you'll obey this word, if you'll trust me, Joshua, he said, I'll bless every step that you walk. I'll go with you in, I'll go with you out. He said, I'll be with you, I'll, I'll make sure that your enemies are destroyed. Can I tell you tonight that same God that was with Joshua is with our church today? He's with the church of the living God today. He said, if you'll do according to what I say. He said, if you'll let this written word, this this word was written four times for our learning. He said, the steps of a righteous man are ordered by God. He said, ah, wherever I go, I'll be with you. He said, wherever you do, whatever you do, as long as you're with me, I'll make a way where there seems to be no way. Don't let the book of this law, don't let the law of this book depart out of thy mouth, but meditate upon it therein, day and night. I'm telling you, you want power in the name of Jesus. We'll get back to meditating on the word of God. I guarantee you great things will happen. So somebody said, Oh, Brother Burton, that was days gone by. No, we're still living in the powerful name of Jesus. Has Satan stole our dreams? Has he robbed you, convinced you that what God used to do, he's not doing today? Come on, listen, I, 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 I fight the enemy too. Don't, I, I've asked a lot of questions about God over the last uh, couple years. I've struggled with things. I struggle with people being sick and not being healed. Come on, I'm just being honest with you i've been struggling with people that's that's dying that needs a miracle in their lives i've struggled with the church f- falling and falling and i've struggled uh, since uh, uh 2020 and hearing this church over here and what they uh, believe in that they once didn't I, I, I struggle believing that this church over here that was once a good church now they allow uh, Methodists uh, uh, allow some of the gays being in some of their pulpit I struggle when I hear different things that's happening in our society and I wonder and I question God where are you I just be honest there's times that I've been in the prayer room and talked to brother Miller and said brother Miller I don't understand And I always remember Jesus said, what time that I'm afraid I will trust in you, O Lord. What time that I don't figure it out, what time I don't understand it, what time I can't even imagine what's taking place, and where are you, God? I still trust him. Because I believe that there's coming a moment we're praying for revival. We're praying, saying there's we're in the they say that we're in the third great awakening, and they're saying that we're headed there and that we're doing this, and we're praying for revival. We're praying for things to happen. But church, only time it happens is we square our shoulders back. And we still believe in the power of Almighty God. Listen, our churches is more, more more full of spirits of this age than ever before. I know a pin could drop. We've allowed people in our churches that is full of the enemy. Come on now. We've allowed spirits in our churches that we wouldn't allowed years ago. I, when I was a young man, got saved at the age of 21 years old, and I know I'm speaking a little bit long, but Brother Miller and Brother Randy ain't here, so praise God. I was 21 years old and I had a pastor by the name of Vanis Stratton up in St. Louis, Missouri on Victor Street. Victor, Victor Street. I got saved in an old theater building. And I was just a young kid, 21 years old, was green behind the ears, but I've never seen a pastor in my life that people would come in off of them, city streets, come down to that altar and someone would have spirits and he would cast those spirits out. I seen them in the floor, Crawling around like snakes. Brother Stratton grabbed them by the hair of the head and rebuked that spirit, and they'd throw up and they'd get out of there. And I grew up in a church that, that I seen those signs and wonders. And then when I got to a church in Fredericktown, I, I, I found out that I myself was come up against a few of those spirits. But can I tell you, I never see it anymore today. We want to calm them down. We want to calm them and say, listen, let's go get you some help. (laughs) Now, please don't get me wrong. Everybody needs help. But there's some things only Jesus can do. Listen to me, church. Be a witness with me. There's some things only the church can do. There's some things that only God can do. But there is power in the name of Jesus. Somebody said, well, it didn't work that way for me. And it may not. But I'm telling you, our churches are full of spirits that don't need to be in the body. i have just put it there. You can believe what you want, but when those spirits are out, there's unity in the body. And when there's unity in the body, great things happen. When you get those spirits out of these doors and you get the presence of God in here, nothing can defeat it. So, it is the will of Jesus to use our authority on the enemy. We misunderstand some things about what Christ gave us in the Bible. We have the ideal that we are not redeemed, sanctified, healed, etc. The enemy wants to whisper that in our ears until we die and go to heaven. Legally, we—you know what? Have you ever have you ever adopted anybody? Well, okay, you got kids. I've, I've adopted a child, and so. Uh, I've got kids, and, and you know, I'm getting, I'm getting up there in age. I'm 64, but my kids sometimes say, Dad, when something happens to you, I want this, and I want that. I thought, hey, listen, I ain't dead yet. Don't be talking death around me, you know. Well, Dad, but I just want you to know that that prayer shawl you got, I want that prayer shawl. I'm thinking, oh, Jesus. They didn't say that when I was 40. When I bought the power, I mean, when I was in my 30s and had the prayer shawl, they didn't say that. My dad, he's got a, my dad died and he had a cat's eye ring and, and I got that when my dad died and one of my girls come up to me here a while back and said, Dad, when you die, I'd like to have that ring. <laughs> don't you love getting old? <laughs> i thinking, man, don't, be, don't count me out yet. And, and there's things that we will give our children. There's things that I want to pass down to them. There's things that, matter of fact, there's things I've already passed down to some of them. And uh, me and Connie was talking about it the other day. We, we we want to give some of them some things before we die. You know, let them enjoy it and what's being alive. Then they say, oh, I remember dad gave me this, you know. But uh, but nothing was effective, and I'll close with this. Nothing was effective in in, the, in Christ until Jesus went to the cross. All the things that Jesus told his disciples that they could do, he said, I'm gonna leave you, but I'll not leave you comfortless. But I can't, I can't leave, I can't stay and I can't send the comforter until I'm gone. See, the, the will, the detestator is no good until the person dies. And once Jesus hung between heaven and earth, and once he died, went to hell, grabbed the keys from Satan, and come back victoriously, went back to the Father, everything that he promised us, his children, is in this book that now that he's passed on to us, he's given to us. All power and all authority is given to the church. That's you and I. He passed. When I I pass, pass, my kids will get what I have left. When Connie passes, our kids will get what they have left because we're gone. And Jesus has gone away to prepare a place for us. He said, Where I am, you can come also. But until then, let not this book depart out of thy mouth. When you don't understand it, When you don't understand why this is happening, when you don't understand why that's happening, when you can't figure out why God's not moved yet, he said, don't let this book depart out of thy mouth. He said, whatsoever your soles or your foot shall be planted on, he said, I'll bless every step. See, I believe tonight, church, that God wants us to have the power back in the church like never before. And going into 2023, I believe that God wants the church to be full of his presence. If I have a vision for 2023 is that we'll have more Jesus in our sanctuaries, in our pulpits, and upon our lives. If I have a dream and if I have a vision, if I have a goal, I want to see God operating in the body of Christ like never before. I want when your sons and daughters come down here to this platform that we don't speak what God can do, but we demonstrate the power and the authority of what God can do. I want to be able to speak the power and authority and show what my God can do. Not through a man, but through his spirit. Because we all long for God's touch. But I don't want to preach that God can heal and no healings come out of my ministry. I don't want to preach that God can deliver and no deliverance come out of my ministry. I don't want to preach that God can save and no salvation comes out of my ministry. I want the demonstration and the power of God operating in the body of Christ. Would you stand with me tonight? If you agree with me tonight, give the Lord a good hand, clap of praise. All right. Woo. Love the word, don't you? The word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Ha! Would you come tonight? Let's just say a, a, a little bit of prayer. Those that would, just, just come up here in the front. We're just going to pray together.